A few weeks ago, Anita and I drove to Pittsburgh to spend our annual vacation with our son Stephen, his wife Anna, and our two grandkids, Everett and Addie. They were flying in from their home in Camarillo, just north of Los Angeles. With the help of Stephen and Anna, Everett, age six, and Addie, age three, going on four, made out a list of things to do that included an historical amusement park, the Pittsburgh Zoo, a variety of museums, a boat ride on Pittsburgh's Three Rivers, and a Pirates ball game. Anita and I knew we were in for an exciting but exhausting week. My only concern was that after barely surviving the Pittsburgh Marathon, I was too tired and too old for miles and miles of hiking, especially in Pittsburgh where everything seems uphill. I was also concerned about the reaction of my grandkids to their aging grandfather. Whenever it was told that I'd turned 80, he told Stephen and Anna that he thought I was 90. It didn't help that when we were buying tickets at Kennywood Park on our first day in Pittsburgh and mentioned that Anita and I were seniors, they asked for my age. I thought for a moment that the question was flattering, but when I told them I was 80, they nodded knowingly and said I qualified for a super senior discount. For Anita, the joy of being with her grandkids and watching them have so much fun was enough to keep her going through our stay in Pittsburgh. For her super senior husband, it was the anticipation of going to PNC Park on the last evening of our Pittsburgh visit to watch the Pirates play the Cubs. To make the game special, Stephen, in advance, bought outrageously priced tickets in the first row on the third base side just behind the Pirates dugout. The seats were remarkable. They were protected by a safety netting but near an opening between the Pirates dugout and the box for television cameras. Our grandkids have a way of describing everything that they see or do as the best ever but I can, without exaggeration, say that the Pirates-Cubs game was one of my best ever. With thousands of visiting Cub fans chatting, let's go Cubbies, the Pirates responded by hitting five home runs, including three by all-star slugger Josh Bell, on their way to an 18-5 victory. That's hammered to right center field, and it's gone! Three homers for the all-star Josh Bell! What a night! What a night for the All-Star! Tonight, he's Pittsburgh's darling! Three homers, seven RBIs! As much of a treat as it was to watch the Pirates demolish the Cubs and demoralize their well-traveled fans, the real joy of that evening actually came before the game even started. While the Peterson Bunch was decked out in their black and gold Pirates regalia, Addie had on a pink ballerina outfit with a giant P emblazoned on it. When a cameraman saw Addie, he walked over and handed her a baseball. Not to be outdone, another cameraman came over and handed Addie a second baseball. The Pirates princess now had two baseball in her hands, but there were more on the way. As the Pirates ran in and out of their dugout during the pregame warm-up, they tossed baseballs into the crowd. When Pirates outfielder Melky Pereira came out of the dugout, he saw Addie, walked over, and handed her a baseball. A few minutes later, Pirates third baseman Colin Moran came out of the dugout, saw the irresistible Addy, and handed her another baseball. Once the game started and Josh Bell started hitting home runs, I saw Addy scribbling on one of the balls. When I asked her what she was doing, Addy said that she was autographing the baseball for Josh Bell. To get to the Pirates Cub game, we took the Gateway Clipper to PNC Park a decision that terrified Anita because she was afraid that the boat wouldn't be docked and waiting for us after the game was over. But the boat was waiting for us, 
managed to avoid any icebergs that may have been floating in Pittsburgh's rivers and returned us safely to the opposite shore. The next day, Addie, with her prized baseballs on her lap, and her brother Everett, who had refused to take off his Josh Bell souvenir jersey for the next three days, flew back with Stephen and Anna to California, while the unsinkable Anita and I, after our harrowing journey on the Gateway Clipper, headed back home, much to Anita's relief, by car. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.